Hello and welcome to another episode of the Tipped Balls Podcast. I am your host, Sam Randazzo, and I am joined today by my two balding co-hosts. To my right, it is the one and only Uncle Sam. Hello. And behind the computer, just getting by, it is Bruce, the tug Bruce hair, hair club venditti. How come <laughs> it's always just something genuine with him? And with me, it's just like... I said he was balding. Yeah, but you I'm don't not go balding. In. I'm bald. Will you show you don't the camera go into head, it, please? though. There we go. The hat comes off. The hat comes off. Smooth. The human egg. What? what? Humpty Dumpty. Keep laughing. I wasn't Humpty Dumpty at 23. I won't be either. Oh, yes, you are. Okay. Look at it. You want to take a bet? Take the hat off. You want to take a bet? Take, take the hat no, off. No, hold on. Well, what? I'll be no, dead. No, no, no. I'll be dead before hold you on. go bald, dude. <laughs> By the time you're thirty, you'll be bald. I'll be dead. <laughs> What's the difference? When you said twenty, you think you only have seven years left? I probably. <laughs> when I have that, it's uh, honesty. I I am in my final stages of heart failure. What about the brain? That too. My brain is leaking. So, football is upon us. Last, actually, this is. What the second ever morning episode we've done? It is ten twenty seven a.m. Uh, and football is back. We saw a matchup last night between the Buffalo Bills going to Los Angeles to play the defending Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams. And beautiful stadium. That place is amazing. Yeah, when I was there, it's yeah. it's like an out of body experience walking in. It's it's very up. nice. Yeah. Very it's nice. it's it's intimidating. That is an intimidating stadium. There's not a lot of places that give you that feeling like that when you walk in. But um, and I'll tell you what, the showmanship they had in L.A. Uh, outside of having the corpse of Ozzy Osbourne perform the halftime show, I have no fucking idea Listen where that. I came seen from. him two years ago on his The End tour. It should have been the end then. Yeah. The album's coming out. It should have been the end then. He's still doing albums, yeah. well, but he's not touring. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was number one. Number two, what the fuck is going on with Dwayne The Rock Johnson? That that was so fucking tacky, just he's, like it was before the Super Bowl. He's, is, he's just ridiculous. Dude. He just, I mean. Just, I didn't do it. To, go, I didn't hear it. Go Did the he do fuck the, away, dude. The WWE shout? Or no, they made him fucking change it. It's like. Ram down or something like it's that. It's just stupid, dude. Yeah, it was trying to bring that Hollywood, yeah, the hype train, flash yeah. bullshit in there. That hate that. That was LA. I mean, turning this turning this sport into a fucking spectacle. Uh, hate it. Uh, hate so it. I wasn't a fan of either of those. So, uh, a few things that I noticed pretty early on in this game that really, really shocked me. Uh, number one, where in the fuck was Cam Akers? I, I, you know what? I didn't play him either. Pro Football Thank Focus God had a picture of a milk carton yes. with his picture on it. I, mean, I was dying laughing. Bruce That's took, the funniest shit i seen. What in our varsity fantasy league, the one we've been doing for years, Bruce took him at pick 15. Yeah, I know. <laughs> for, for some reason, I think it was two days ago, I was sitting there looking at my team. 
And I was like, Do you do you remember I'm me not and Sam st- telling I'm you? I'm not starting Cam Akers. And I put in Miles Sanders. No, but do you remember when we told you that he was not the guy there? Yeah. I mean, so here's the thing. Darrell Henderson, obviously, he started the game. <clears throat> Cam Akers did not get a snap in the first quarter. Didn't get one snap in the first quarter. Now, I, two things stuck out to me about did, that. Did you see what happened when he got his first snap? Yeah, he got He got tackled pummeled. for a fucking loss, yeah. dude. So, I don't. maybe he's still not 100% healthy. I, I mean, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think health has anything to he, do with it. Maybe he just doesn't have the juice. I don't know. Yeah. But I'll be honest with you. Darrell Henderson wasn't effective either. The Rams run game last night was, for lack of a better word, putrid. Putrid. I, I'm going to tell you what. I, I, I kind of tried to tell us this, what was happening before. The offensive line yesterday, last night, Atrocious. dude. My God, they were awful, dude. I mean, I was surprised. I was surprised that Stafford wasn't sacked more. He got sacked seven times. And it started early. Yeah. The The the, first series of the game, what happened to them? Miller comes outside on on that new left tackle they got. He goes outside on them. Almost had Stafford on the first play of the game. Yep. And second play of the, the game, he switches up and goes from speed and goes right into the guy to power, lifted him up, backed him right into Stafford and tackled both of them. Well, Which I was celebrating. I'll be honest with you. I don't think anybody realized how much of an impact Andrew Whitworth made on that offensive Absolutely. line. Not only as I totally agree. Not only as a player, but as an anchor, as as a as a motivator, a, a veteran, a leader, a leader, a, right? They a lost a, a captain. Not, not only was a captain. Was he, not only was he an exceptional talent, but I think yeah. he was like he was like Stafford's personal security, right? And doing it at forty-one years old, you got to give him credit for that. Absolutely, being in the trenches that long, I mean that that's not easy. And he was uh, he was I very think I think he was very underrated. I really do. Because that offensive line didn't look anything like they did months ago in the Super Bowl. Tell you that much. Um, but Darrell Henderson ended up finishing with 47 total yards. Most came in garbage time. And uh, you, you know what? I'll, I'll give him this much, dude. He was running hard. It's not like he was. He was. Yeah, he's a not, bowling. He ball. was running hard. I mean, he had. I remember seeing him. He barreled through three or four guys and had one pretty decent rush. Yeah. I don't remember. I think it was in the second quarter. Yeah, he had like a, t- a 10 or 12-yard run, mm-hmm. and that was his best run of the night. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he ran for eight yards and four attempts in the first quarter. And I'll tell you what, Buffalo didn't do much better. They uh, didn't run the ball much better, to be honest. <laughs> no, Buffalo. So a couple things I noticed right off the bat about Buffalo. One, Devin Singletary. <coughs> Excuse me. Devin Singletary just isn't that good. He's a nice third down back. Yeah, and he's not going to be the guy. He's not the guy. Um, Zach Moss looked the best out of the bunch, which isn't saying much. Yeah, and he had a he fumble wasn't late. Either. He wasn't effective, and I was, I was actually really surprised to see them utilize Zach Moss in the first half more so than um, James Cook. 
James Cook. I'm sorry. James Cook, man, gets his opportunity and, and, and he fumbled on his first ever and and game. didn't see the ball the rest of the and night. And that that really sucks because that, I thought that sucks too. And, I I I think for a rookie like that kid, you know, hey, dude, he was on Georgia. Come yeah, on. I mean, I, I really expected him to be. I really expected him to be the guy because yeah. we know what Devin Singletary is. And we know what Zach Moss is, and neither of them are shit, quite frankly. So. I thought James Cook would come in and really make a statement last night. I know I said it on last week's show, and unfortunately he didn't with that fumble on his first carry. But Josh Allen led the game in rushing yards. There you go. There you <laughs> so go. No, neither team was effective running the ball. Um, and I'll also say this. It does not do these guys any service to not take a single snap in the preseason. I know Josh I, I Allen agree. took a few. I agree. But nobody on the Rams – None of their starters played in the preseason. Uh, they said, I think they said it was two thirds of the Bills starters didn't see a snap in the preseason. And through the first sloppy, it was sloppy quarter game. and a half of that game, it was like watching a fucking high school game. These sloppy. are supposed to be two of the best teams in the league. Interception after interception. There was what? Five? And you know what the killing part was? The, uh, the Bills turned the ball over three times in the first half. Right. Right now, I'm and talking was, in their own end. The defense had to stand on their head to keep these guys off the board. Now, Josh Allen, I'll say this. Even in the first quarter, even in the first half, I, I mean, he looked poised. Yes. He looked very comfortable. Stafford, on the other hand, did not look comfortable. All I, well, you're not going to be comfortable when you got to come in. They had to come in. It's like the he's back in Detroit. Here. Yeah. Up to middle on, and from the outside. I think, what was my exact tweet? Uh, I tweeted this at one point when he threw, I think, the third. How many interceptions did he have? Three? Three. When he threw the third interception, I uh, put this beautiful, beautiful tweet out. It, it, it reminded me of him here Yeah, playing in Detroit. Uh, did Stafford forget he wasn't playing at Ford Field tonight? This is a rough night for him. Hopefully for Rams fans, this isn't a look of what's to come. Hashtag Detroit. Oh, I'm going to be honest with you. I hope they get ass hammered every game this year. Well, I want that that second pick we have to be a nice high pick. That's true. We we need that. We need that here in Detroit. Um, they, the Rams didn't look ready. They just didn't. I mean, here's the thing. I would be honest with you. Outside Cup, <laughs> they didn't have anything. That going, was exactly man. what I was going to say. Cooper Cup. What's your the word you like to use? Oh, uh, p- the of the perfect athlete. What do you mean? You always say it. You said it about Von Miller last night. Von Miller was a stud last night. Von Miller, okay. He set the tone. The Rams front office. Somebody needs to get fired. I'm sorry. Somebody needs to get fired. One. How do you let Von Miller walk? That was so stupid of them. I get it. They brought in Bobby Wagner, and God bless and Bobby, Bobby Wagner. Wagner. He was an absolute stud he last was, night. Bobby Wagner was the catalyst for that defense last yeah. night. He was because without him and A'shaun Robinson, I truly think the Bills would have ran all over them. Yeah, I, A'shaun, They made the majority of the tackles. A'shaun Robinson w- did a very, very nice job of stopping the run. Bobby Wagner was all over the field. Uh, I believe he led the, lead, the team in tackles. Um, but one... That offensive, Leonard Floyd was completely ineffective. They didn't get 
There's a couple moments where Aaron Donald got pressure, but they didn't get any outside pressure on Josh Allen. Vaughn, you noticed Vaughn Miller not being there. That's number one. Number two, and I am going to toot my horn all over the fucking place right now, okay? okay. Because I have said this not only for this year, not only this year, not only this season, not only on this show, I have said now for years, Allen Robinson, for some reason, gets all this hype, all this credit, and all this money, and he is by leaps and bounds the most overrated bum-ass bitch in this fucking league. I, I, I agree with you totally, but I think there's another guy that's fucking overrated, Jalen Ramsey. He is trash, mm. dude. He was trash last year in the playoffs, and he's trash. I, I'm going to be honest with you. He there was one there was one touchdown pass to Stephon Diggs. The one in the end zone. He okay. was beat by Number ten one, yards. The one uh, the one Bruce was talking about. The one Stephon Diggs dropped in the end zone. Yeah. Jalen Ramsey was beaten. Diggs dropped the fucking ball. Yeah. Right. That's number one. Number I'm two, talking about the one that he beat. He, he fell had, on. Stephon and he was Diggs, beat by ten yards. Stephon Diggs had Ramsey beat by ten yards. Now I thought it was a blown coverage because it looked like to me it that he was been. supposed to have safety help. Yeah. Because he was looking in the backfield the whole time. Right. Because he kind of fucking stopped like it was his own. So I, I didn't know if, if it was a broken coverage, but they, he was beat by 10 yards I mean, regardless. He was, yeah, he was. He Come was on. For. Can't let that guy run by you like that. But jumping back to Allen Robinson real quick. He had one reception for 12 yards. Yeah, he's trash. He's trash. You're right. Don't forget who the Rams front office threw out. Robert Woods. To bring him in. And that was Robert Woods. You let that guy walk. And Robert Woods, and I've said Robert again, Woods will have more yards than fucking he, Allen Robinson will this year. More yards. By far. Robert Woods will double. Hot take me. Sound whatever you want. Robert Woods will double Allen Robinson's yardage total. For yeah. some reason, these teams keep buying into Allen Robinson. And when the Lions wanted to bring him here, I was sitting there praying. Thank Pray God they didn't. They wouldn't make that mistake because that is the most Lions thing to do would have been to sign Allen Robinson for big money and tout him like we had just gotten Jerry fucking Rice. And just like the media. That, that Kennedy kid on the practice squad's better than he is. I mean, the yeah, media Tommy Kennedy Allen Robinson for some reason as this perennial fucking talent. And the guy just doesn't get it done. He had a couple good years in Jacksonville. Did not. The fact that Allen Robinson is on an NFL roster, especially the Rams, and Odell Beckham was watching from the sideline in street clothes last night, someone in the Rams front office needs to lose their fucking job. Period. Z period. And I also saw another stat from this game that I thought was wild. This is the first time in the Sean McVay era that the Rams are I've under 500. I've been waiting for you to talk about this. They're under 500, which honestly, you got to give kudos to him for that. I get it. It's game one. I get it. I totally understand it. But you know what, dude? To come out looking the way they did, was, and they weren't even competitive. That game should have been a blowout, dude, in the first half. In the first half. They had to turn the ball over three times in that first half, dude. That game would have been an absolute blowout. They had to put 50 on them. All right, so... Some things that I liked from the Bills, because, I mean, we could sit here and rip on the Rams all day. It was, a, it was a horrible performance. 
<laughs> One no, Bobby thing. Bobby Wagner was a very bright spot for the Rams. Bobby without, Wagner, Cooper without Cup. him, they would have been in huge trouble. I have it right here. The Rams pros. Wagner looked good. They did a decent job stopping the run. Cup has uh, lost a step. That's it. The 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 defense. I'll give them this. And this is going to lead me right into my next point. Their defense didn't look horrendous because I, I'm truly now buying into the fact that if you want to beat the Buffalo Bills, you're going to have to score at least four touchdowns. It's going to, it's going to be a shootout. The way Josh Allen handled that offense last night, again, poised, calm, cool, collected. Three and four step drops and getting the ball out. He got the ball out in 2.2 seconds. Yeah. So it didn't matter how good his offensive line was or not because he was literally just he was zoned in. He he was he was there. He was and he was using everybody he had. He spread the ball around so well. Isaiah McKenzie got targets. Gabe Davis got way more Probably. targets than I think he did than I ever thought he would have. And he looked his routes looked very crisp. I think I missed on Gabe Davis fantasy wise because I wasn't high on him, but. I mean that the Bills offense truly looks unstoppable. Um Dawson he, Knox. Dawson Knox had a bad night. Yeah. I'll say that. Dawson Knox had a bad night. But they utilized every receiver. Jamison Crowder got got touched yeah. last night. You Crow- know what I mean? Crowder was an actual surprise. I, I didn't think they would use him as much as they did. Neither did I. Neither did I. And Stephon Diggs had had an absolutely wonderful game. Uh as far as the defense goes. Good for him. You know, he, he didn't have a lot of success against Jalen Ramsey. No. But he showed it last he night. He, did he's the night. truth. Um, Jalen uh, Ramsey's got to stop running his mouth. That's what needs to happen. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Yeah, you can't keep running your mouth if you're getting beat yeah. every week. Um, the Bills were without their best corner last night in Tredavious White, and they held. Yeah, and they had a rookie starting that actually won the job over the guy they drafted in the first round. Well. Okay, and if you, I mean, the Rams last year could score at will, essentially. And that that Bills defense, without their number one corner, held them to 10 points and made Matt Stafford look like the Matt Stafford of fucking Matt Stafford of 11 years in Detroit. Yeah. Um, But we can't give enough praise to Vaughn Miller because he he just. He set the tone. He set the tone of the game. He did the same thing that that when, when. The Rams went into last year to play Tampa. The same thing happened. He just re- What happened? First quarter, first possession, there he is. He sacks Brady. That set the tone early. And, and all these other guys are feeding off right. of that. And you want to know, uh, And you know, the Bills lost Ed Oliver pretty early on, too. Yeah, and, that uh, was bad. Uh, I don't think he even played the second half. No, and and you like you brought up a good point that Greg Rosenau had a very, very nice game too. He had a quiet, quietly had a really good game. Yeah, I mean, and and you the thing was about him is even if it didn't show up in the stat sheet, he was involved on every play. I he really was, liked the additions they had of the two tackles in the middle mm-hmm. of that Buffalo defense, Phillips and uh, uh, DaQuan Jones. I really liked what those two did. They were pushing that pocket right into Stafford's face. And they couldn't really, and he couldn't sit, he couldn't step up, number one, and he was getting pressured on every play. You know what I really didn't like? First of all, I noticed this pretty early on. 
I didn't like Mike Tirico and Collinsworth together. I don't know if it's just because I'm so used to seeing Al Michaels with Chris Collinsworth. But I just wasn't a fan. I'll say that much. So you're not a fan of who? Collinsworth? I don't think I'm a fan of Mike Tirico doing doing I I don't mind Mike Tirico. They just didn't have the same rapport that Michaels no, and well, Collins. Obviously were. they don't. I mean, come on, they didn't work together. I mean Al Michaels been doing that shit longer than I know. you guys have been alive. I know. I didn't like that. And you know what else I didn't like? Every single media and and dick riding Vaughn Miller. And that's all they did all night. Because guess what? Last year, before he won the Super Bowl again, and before he went to L.A. and all of the above, nobody talked about him. No, they said he was washed up. He was washed. He was a has-been. He shouldn't get paid. All the above. And and everybody was ready to toss Vaughn Miller to to the wayside. And then he comes out, wins a Super Bowl with the Rams last year, has a great end of last season, comes out last night. Every other graphic shown on TV was Vaughn Miller. Vaughn Miller. There was there was a reason Where's for that. that? From? There was a reason for that. Cutting. Here's the thing: if Vaughn Miller Follow the trend got no sacks last night, no pressures last night, you wouldn't even have heard his name. That's not true. They had yeah. graphics ready to go. It was the whole pregame was yeah. Vaughn Miller, and I get it. It's him going back to play the Rams, and oh, he was ready. It is That's what it is. I mean, he he had a very nice game. The biggest cons that I saw for the Bills, you gotta you gotta get the run game going. Because Yeah, they're pretty one dimensional. Yeah. You can't rely on your quarterback to be your leading rusher in every game. No. Because he ain't gonna last a season. That well, and they said that early on. I mean, Josh Allen is probably one of shit, the top three best running quarterbacks in the league. He's a big dude. <laughs> he's a big dude 235, with wheels. 240 pounds, 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but he he's can move. And shockingly for somebody his size, he's shifty. But if he does what he did last night, he ain't gonna last for 17 games plus playoffs, he ain't going to make it through the year. There's, no. there's no chance. No, He just will not make it. Because they turn one-dimensional, and then these guys were jumping those routes. And that's why you've seen the turnovers you've seen yesterday. The turnovers on both sides of it. Stafford... Stafford's first interception was absolutely horrible. He missed his guy by five yards. And 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 I was actually kind of surprised that uh that Tarico and Collinsworth didn't jump on that. I was actually kind of surprised on it. Um yeah, so final score. He was overthrowing passes. He 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 just he couldn't step up. I don't think he has an arm issue, like they were saying, Stafford. the elbow and everything. I don't think that's an issue. I really don't. It's just, it's the Matt Stafford issue. Right. And it's always been his issue. Accuracy. And that's always been an issue with him, man. Accuracy. He's not accurate. Well, I think you say what you want to say, man, but that's that the big be very pink accurate. elephant no, in the room. No, when... you're wrong. You're wrong. You're 1,000 fucking percent wrong. He's, pro- he's not fucking Tom Brady. No, he's not anything. Last year, who led the league in interceptions? He had 17. Him and Trevor Lawrence were tied for the league lead in interceptions. Interceptions okay. have always been a Matt Stafford issue, even when he was here. Two a game. So no, Two turnovers he's not a game accurate. he's averaged through his career. He's not accurate. Last year's numbers, point blank period, were inflated by Cooper Cup having one of the best seasons for a wide receiver ever, period. But he can be more accurate if he has an offensive line that doesn't 
stumble. You're everybody. buying into the lies. He had one philosophy. last week. No, he I'm had one not. last year. You're buying into the yeah. lies philosophy. But he yeah. was able he to get the ball into picks. Cooper Cup's right. hands. No. Exactly. He was able. Right, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. There's nobody else there. Come on. What do you dude. mean? There's nobody else there. Come on, dude. They signed. Allen Robinson was supposed to be the second coming of Christ for the Rams, and he didn't do anything. But we know he's dog shit. Tyler Higby had one reception through the first three fucking quarters. Which disappointed me. Okay, but but what I'm saying is he wasn't getting the reads, and he even missed Cooper Cup a few times wide open. It, again, yes, again, yes. it's not you. You could sit. You're falling into the Detroit philosophy of oh, it's the old line. He had one of the best old lines in football last year, and still threw 17 fucking picks. Matt Stafford has an accuracy problem, and his team is not. A literal Pro Bowl roster His this year like it was last year. His was five yards behind the fucking receiver. His and first interception. Even outside of the interceptions, there was at least three times where he went to go throw the ball deep, and he missed his receiver, and it wasn't by two or three no, yards. He was missing them by he 10 yards. He was missing guys by 10 and 15 fucking yards. At the end of the day, uh, he had a Pro Bowl roster last year. He had a receiver on fire. He had Robert Woods, who, in my opinion, is the best, most consistent complimentary two receiver he, in the league. But he got hurt. He got hurt. Beckham stepped in and was Va- fucking hot as Beckham fucking Beckham stepped toes. in and was, yes, had, had yeah, losing the OBJ best stretch of games huge. of his career. They, they let him walk. Beckham would have finished that Super Bowl, dude. Van Think Jefferson, if he would have stayed in there. Van Jefferson came out of nowhere and performed well. And yep. last night... You looked at that Rams team, and you they missed OBJ, they missed Robert Woods, they missed Van Jefferson, Correct. and and mostly Whitworth. he couldn't find what he had. He could not find what he had. Skronsky made big plays in the Super Bowl last year. He couldn't yeah. find him. He missed Cooper Cup open multiple times. He missed the deep throws. If this is if this is what Stafford really is, the Rams are going to have a problem this year. Yeah, they're going to have a problem because when they, when they get ready to step inside San Francisco, that defense is going to be ready for him. And and the way that offensive line looks, if they can't fix that, dude, they, they could be in some serious trouble. They just they might not even make the playoffs. The so-called best team in the NFL. Well, I mean, they're the defending for the first champion. Game back, they're the defending they champion no, of the none NFL. None of them played in the preseason. First game back, you're playing. They're the team to beat regardless. Yeah, but you know Best team in the NFL. I don't understand this philosophy of not playing a starter in the preseason. I get it. You know what? You've just seen it. What scares (sighs) me is this. This Sunday, when Jared Goff lines up inside Ford Field, who hasn't thrown a fucking pass the whole preseason. Uh, That's not true. I'm sorry? First two games he started. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. Did he? Yeah. All right, what do you do? You even play the last game? No, no, he didn't play. It scares me. Dan Campbell. I don't think he got enough play. reps, to be honest with you. I don't think he got enough reps. Okay, that's who just did a trade. I don't know. Um. Oh, real quick, uh, if you're in the Tip Balls right. Fans League and you're listening to this, stop with your collusion-filled trades. They're absolutely awful. But moving on <laughs> to this week's Sunday yeah. action. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Where she? You trade a first overall pick for what? What was that? Number seventy-seven. Christian McCaffrey for Gabe Davis. We <laughs> you guys are fucking bums. You guys are trash. Come on. 
Anyways, um, moving on to this weekend's matchups. Should we start with your Lions? I don't know if you want me to start with the Lions. Go ahead. Take it away. They're going to get pumbled? <laughs> so. give, give him the games. Give him the games so he can talk about it. All no, right, well. I, 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 the defense, I think the only problem would be the defense. And the defense is going to get beat all game long. Whose defense? The Lions against Philadelphia. Well, they're given. I don't think given, Philadelphia's D is going to be that. The, the Lions are getting, what is it, The four? Eagles are a current four-point favorite against the Lions at Ford Field this weekend. Do you think they'll cover? No, I think. No, no, fuck no. I think this is <laughs> I I'm just cover. asking a question. Oh, Do you think they'll cover? I think this I think the game's gonna be over at halftime. I, I, I don't I don't think they'll cover either. Um here's one thing about Detroit, and you'll you'll see this when they play Sunday. Fucking guys are gonna play hard, dude. I'll I'll yeah. be honest. I, I I really and guess what? Teams that play hard like that, everybody everybody in their the mother right hold on, everybody and their mother thought they were gonna get wiped out. Against the Cardinals last year, and you see what they did. It's true. So guess it's what? True. And they can, we'll and they see will. what happens. They will be the, the the team that can and will. They will be the team that can look like shit and will lose. And on <laughs> I, on I Sunday, agree. I, I don't think they're gonna. They will cover. It's just real simple. It's okay, but I'm putting my money on the Lions because if you put money on Philly, you're basically losing money. So all right, so you're taking the four. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. What did you just say? I do money. I do money line. That's all I do. Why? Because it's the easiest thing you can can do. If I put fifty on the Lions and they just somehow win. Get $130. So fuck it. <laughs> oh God, so uh, give me a fucking headache. So you're How? taking the four points. If you put the if you put it the Lions, if you bet on the Lions plus four and they win by a touchdown, you'll win more money. Well, this is why I've asked you to do my bets for me, but you don't. And that way, if the Lions lose by a field goal, guess what? You fucking still win money. Right. Wow. This is my first year actually attempting to do bets. We'll talk so about that later. Hey, you need to I'm, talk to this okay. guy. I'm we're very down here. new Real to it. Right. I'm very new. I'll give you a full four quarter long synopsis of what the Lions game is going to be this weekend. Their offensive line isn't ready. They're I the strength it. of the team. They're the strength of the team, and the Eagles are going to have them on their ass. Goff is going to look average at best. You're going to see 30 dump-off, three-fucking-yard passes to a bunch of receivers that you don't know, okay? Devonta Smith's going to have a big game because the Lions don't have anybody who can fucking cover him. You're going to see Philadelphia have three running backs that all go over 50 fucking yards, and the final score is going to be 35-10 to 10 in favor of the Eagles. Oh, wow. Okay. Check it. I, I don't think see, you but, can get more than see, that. Usually, That's a hot take. Usually he's wrong when he talks about the Lions. Well, so. we'll see. We'll see. Just usually. like when the Lions hey, the were going to beat Carolina. The sports writers huh? right now. Just like the Lions were going to beat Carolina. Yes, because you want to know what I do with the Lions? Much like wasn't every Pat other. Patricia was the coach, wasn't he? Yeah. when Patricia. That's was... why you bought into the Lions. You're exactly right. We're going to talk about that now. When Patricia was the coach, I had faith there for his in his first two years. I did. But even now, was, you know, when I lost faith dog in water. Patricia, when did you lose faith in Patricia? 
Well, we went to those fucking practices. Yeah. With the I lost faith. I, I lost, I lost faith my faith in this guy. Instantly when we signed Trey Flowers. No, that Trey You Flowers. need to stop. Yeah, that, that's... You need to stop. You cannot blame shit. Trey Flowers. Trey was Flowers dog was shit, a seven... He was eating up seven, way too much money. Trey Flowers was a seven-sack-a-year guy, period. It's all he's ever been in this league, period. They paid him J.J. Watt money and for a guy who's never had any kind of success. That's that's the front office. I'm going to look. This that's up. not Patricia. I'm gonna look that's fucking up. the front office. Correct. That was that was the front office issue. But that's because they were ran at the time by a Patriots lifer. Right, because well. they wanted to be uh, a Patriot. But regardless, it it's just... The, here's the thing. You want to know what the Lions are? They're cute. They're cute, and they, they make you want to root for them. And you know what rah, it is, rah. dude? The, the, the talent level of this team is in the bottom no, no. In the bottom five. Let's call it what it is. It's fucking putrid. It's There's in the no bottom five here. of the league, the talent level. Are these guys going to play hard? All of the guys that are on this team have heart and will play hard. The problem is, and Dan Campbell said it himself, I love these guys. They, they're willing to do it for me. The problem is the talent's not there. Yeah. He knows it. It's not like it's all sugar-coated. He admitted it himself. Correct. You know? Uh, so... do, you, do, you think, do you think Dan Campbell likes DeAndre Swift? Do you, do you think that the running backs coach of this team likes DeAndre Swift? No. Yes, he does. They love Reynolds. They would start Reynolds if they could. But they've they've got no. too much invested in Swift. I agree with that. I agree with that. Thank uh, you. Moving on. It's it's just logic. It's it's not twenty twenty brain science. Is that average? What year? Let's see. Detroit. This is average, correct? What the fuck are we talking about right now? <laughs> Trey Flowers. He didn't play last year. He was fucking hurt. Look at the year 2019, 2020, 2021. Sacks. Is this averaged? Those are how many he got. All season long? All season long. Okay. So no, in 2020. No, Flowers he was had a seven-sack guy when he two. came here. When he came here, bud. Okay. Go and, look at his years with New England. What has he got? One. Look at games. You're, you're missing something here. Look at games played. When he played his first full season here, he had seven sacks. And then he got hurt, and then he had two, and then he got hurt again, and he only played in 14 games in the last two years and had three and a half sacks. He's with the Dolphins? He's signed to the Dolphins now. He's a seven-sack year to, guy, to period. season. He's a seven-sack You paid him $19 million for a guy whose who's peak is seven sacks. Moving on. Moving on. Thank you. Um so I, I'm obviously taking the Eagles, and I think we can all agree. On I, I'm taking the Eagles also, except Bruce is going to bet the Lions. Bruce so is going to take the four points in the Lions. I hope they prove both of you wrong, and I hope I can shove my fist down both of your throats when Sunday's concluded. Okay, and if I'm wrong, I get to fist you somewhere else, <laughs> right to the elbow. Uh, okay, <laughs> elbow deep. Um, That's I'll get I'll get the I'll get the fisherman's gloves ready. Uh, that is sauce. Here we go. Saints at Falcons. The All Saints. The Saints at Falcons. A five. You're rambling. Go ahead. The Saints are a five and a half point favorite going into Atlanta. Uh, honestly, 
This is what I'll say. Jameis is the starter. Um, he's not. He's going to play. Kamara's. I don't think playing. he's healthy. Um, Michael Thomas. We we don't know yet. Uh, the jury's still out. We don't know where he's at form wise. He hasn't played in what two years? Uh yeah. He kind of played a little bit last year. Here's but here's what I'll say. I I think that the Saints' offense is going to be a little bit better than everybody thinks. And I mean, we kind of we kind of know what their defense is. You know, they their defense I, is tough. Their defense tough. is tough. They have Cam Jordan. They lost some guys, but they they brought some guys in too. They restructured a shit ton of contracts. They got their cap situation finally under control now. Yeah, and I think I think they'll get pressure on Mariota early and often. Uh, I think Atlanta's going to surprise some people, though. I, I don't think they're going to be as atrocious as everybody thinks. Uh, I would still take the Saints and the points, I, I think. How many are they getting? Five and a half. I think they'll win that game by at least a touchdown. You know what? I'll say this. They'll cover. I'm not going to say Atlanta's who's going to win. Gonna cover. I don't know who's going to win. It's going to be a couple point difference. I I don't see them. Ah uh, no, I think I don't I, see them winning by more than five. I'm going to take New Orleans in the and uh, at minus five and a half. I think they're going to win that game by at least a touchdown. Okay, <laughs> Atlanta's just going to take time to get into their rhythm. I mean, you don't know if Drake London's fucking healthy. Uh, you don't know if Kyle Pitts is fucking healthy. Kyle you don't Pitts know. Is healthy. You don't know if they're going to how they're going to utilize Cordero Patterson. You don't even know who the other receivers are. There's just a lot of question marks we don't know about yet. Zacchaeus. <laughs> and and I think that Jameis is good enough to get the job done. So I, I think the Saints will win by at least a, uh, a touchdown. Okay. 49ers in Trey Lance's debut as the starting quarterback against Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears. It'll be Bears a quick and short one. At Soldier <laughs> Field. So now, what's your take on that? He said this is going to be a short one. Short, short for Trey Lance. Why do you think because that? Because Jimmy G is going to end up maybe not. Oh, I, I think maybe not this give him weekend. Every opportunity, dude. Yeah, maybe not this weekend, but by week three, you depends on how atrocious he is. So here's here's my real quick synopsis on the Trey Lance Jimmy Garoppolo situation, how it's unfolded. Kyle Shanahan is a man who thinks he's smarter than everybody else. I think, and. I don't think he's going to be willing to admit that he's wrong. Everybody said, oh, yeah, he has a short leash on Trey Lance, three games. That's not true. I'll say this about him, dude. They're going to run the football, run the football, run the football. Mm -hmm. And and they do it very well with a, a host of backs. But the thing is, they move away from it when it's crunch time. And it just seems like it always falls apart for them. But <laughs> even besides that, even besides the play on the field, do you know – how fucking stupid Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers front office and everybody associated with them will look if after four or five fucking games they go back to they Garoppolo. pull Trey Lance <laughs> and throw Garoppolo out there. One, the team will lose faith in the coach. Two, the media will shred them. And yeah. three, they will be the a player. joke. I think they'll you'll lose your players. I agree with that. Because yeah. this back-and-forth bullshit now for the last two years – it the, the 49ers are really starting to look like the Browns right now. It's a circus. Yes. And if 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 Jimmy Garoppolo is the starter at any point this season when Trey Lance is healthy, 
you become a laughing stock. So at the end of the day, Trey Lance is the starter. Outside of injury, they will start him all year, no matter how bad it gets. I'm so, I'm sorry, but that's just the way I feel because I think he'd rather not make the playoffs and have one losing season and hope Trey Lance progresses next year than go back on that. I really, really do. I really do. Yeah, that's interesting. It, 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 that's the quickest way to lose a team is to cause controversy at the most important part position on your team. Because then these guys don't know who to buy into. You know, right. they've all bought into Garoppolo. We know that. We've seen it. They are, and they all, now they're supposedly the team is behind Lance, right? And, and is that is that smoke and mirrors or is it true? I'm sure some of it's smoke and mirrors. But oh, I, I am too. I'm sure there's guys they're watching practice saying, "Okay, the guys that matter are the Debo Samuels and Ayukes and and the George Kittles." Right? They're the ones that matter. Um, if they think they got a better opportunity to win with Lance than than Garoppolo. God bless them. But yeah. as far as this game goes, I need somebody to play me a violin right now because George Kittle. I'm, I'm going to take – no, George Kittle's going to be fine, dude. He's going to miss this now, game. Can I finish? He'll be back. I need somebody to play the violin here because George Kittle will not be playing this week. <laughs> and I took him in the third round of our fantasy draft. <laughs> so I will be starting Kyle Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph, baby. <laughs> the second coming of Rob Gronkowski. You'll see. You'll at see. tight end this weekend. He might – hey, I'm going to make a bold prediction right now. I think don't I have Kyle Rudolph will lead all tight ends in points this week. Are you fucking high? I I just told you he just pulled that right out of his ass. I he, mean, he will lead all tight ends right out of his ass. Well, guess what? Then Is I there will... anybody that looks for tight end more than than Brady? No, but Cameron Brate's there too. I just didn't know yeah, that's true. to start. Um, Probably you should have took break instead. But I'll say this much: I think Rudolph. the 49ers. Uh, um, 49ers are a six and a half point favorite. I'm going to take the 49ers. I'm going to take given the, the points. They'll, they'll win a touchdown. They'll win by a touchdown. I mean, yeah. their offense. You think they're that dysfunctional? The, the defense is only I, win I, by a 49ers win saying, and win by a touchdown. Yeah, but only win by a touchdown against the Bears. No, I think they'll win by more than a touchdown. Oh, okay. For intensive purposes, here, it's minus seven, six and a half. So right. I'm just calling it seven. I think that they'll okay. that that okay. meaning they're giving up six and a half points. Correct. Okay. So okay. I, I think the 49ers, we've it's well documented on this show. Debo, Ayuk, the, the run game, all of it. The 49ers offense realistically is built to where you could put HR puffing stuff out there to play quarterback, and they'll still be decent. You could put Matt Stafford behind center and they'd <laughs> still win. Uh, oh and, wow. And <laughs> realistically. They should be a top three defense this year. Um, and the Bears, as it's also well documented on this show, have no offensive weapons. Their best defensive player like doesn't Mooney. want to. I really like Mooney. I, okay. I like him. I'll take that back. I like Daryl Mooney. I I, uh, I am every, a big fan every, of him. Everybody is high on on the uh, running back. Um, Montgomery. Montgomery. David Montgomery. Everybody's high on. I'm him. not sold on David Montgomery. I'm not sold on Justin Fields. I am sold on Darnell Mooney. Hopefully, Fields just utilizes Mooney. I like Cole Clement. They're tight end. I and like you know him. what? Clement could be a bright spot too. Yeah. The biggest problem with the Bears is is it going to be the defense? Because their best player doesn't. I I actually think their defense is pretty stout. Where Where is this coming from? I we I have think sat here. For I the like Rokon Smith. I huh? like him. He doesn't want to be there. Yeah, but he's still going to play. He's a pro. Watch. Well, it's not going to play his heart out yeah, like he Lamar Jackson getting paid today. Yeah. Yeah, um, they sign it. 
That's what they were saying. He said by Friday. Well, they don't sign it. It doesn't matter. He's still going to play. He's just going to be a free agent. Well, yeah, but he Uh, said. Actually, hold on. It just came out. Did it. Uh, Lamar Jackson has officially turned down the Ravens offer. Oh, you know what that means? Wow. And bet on himself. He will now make $23 million this season and is expected to be franchise tagged after this year. What, do you have two years left? No, this is his last year. He's his own agent, just like well, it doesn't. It doesn't matter then. He's a free agent after this year. No, Guess what he's doing? He's, he's auditioning right now. He represents himself. Yeah. They're going to tag him after this year, obviously. That's crazy, man. So he uh, does have more than a year left on his contract. A statement from Eric DeCosta. Despite best efforts on both sides, we were unable to reach a contract extension with Lamar Jackson. We greatly appreciate how he has handled this process, and we are excited about our team with Lamar leading the way. We will continue to work towards a long-term contract after the season, but now we are looking forward to a successful 2022 campaign. <laughs> so what does that mean for Lamar Jackson and the Ravens? One, he's making $23 million this year. Uh, which is pocket change for the Ravens. They got a great quarterback for great money, essentially. Yep. And next year after this season, hopefully he performs at an MVP caliber level and they pay him whatever he wants. If oh, not, I think the season will tell you right away. If not, they're just going to tag him. And then they'll probably tag him again after that. So that doesn't really mean all that much other than the fact that. So he's not a free agent then. Well, yes, he's going to be a free agent after this year, but Correct. they can use the tag on him, which means they'd still be playing him forty million for the next two years. But at the discount, so he's he's not, so he's not allowed to go to a different team. What do you mean? After this year, his contract is up. Mm-hmm. He becomes a free agent. Well, if they don't, what franchise. makes you think he wouldn't go to a different team? Because they have the option to tag him before free agency. Okay, I see. So. Most likely he will be in a Ravens uniform at least next year, too. Unless he really shits the bed, and then he'll be a free agent. Yeah. Because they won't pay him top That's dollar. not a good sign. That would, be, that would be a big, big, big mistake on the Ravens' part, I think. Uh, but moving on. Steelers-Bengals. The Bengals are a six-and-a-half-point favorite at home coming off of a Super Bowl loss and coming off of Joe Burrow losing his appendix. But they said he is in perfect health and will be starting week one. Um, I, I'm taking the Bengals. Think this one's point. pretty easy. The Bengals, yeah. Bengals were a great team last year. Obviously, went to the Super Bowl, lost. All they did was make their offensive line better. And Mitch Trubisky is the starting quarterback for the Steelers. Who do you like? I mean, I like the Steelers, but okay, the Bengals are going to win. Everybody knows they're giving they're up six. He doesn't know what that means, so don't yeah, ask him. You, you, Giving up a touchdown? Like what? They're giving up six points. The Bengals. He doesn't know what that means. Well, the final score, if they if they win by if they win by three, they don't win. Yeah. They have to win by at least six and a half. So they have to win they, by if they have to win by at least a and touchdown. I think the Bengals will win I by too. more than a touchdown. I, I I just Pittsburgh's not there yet. I think it's gonna take Pittsburgh time to I agree. Get on their feet. Um Oh, you'll be shocked to hear this one. Okay. The New England Patriots head down to Miami to play Tua, Tagovailoa, Tyreek Hill, and the Miami Dolphins, where the Dolphins 
the Dolphins are a three and a half point favorite. And guess what? I am taking the Dolphins. I'm taking I, the New England Patriots. I am taking the Dolphins. For the win. I am taking the minus three and a half. I don't care. I'm taking I, the Patriots at three and a half points. I think the Dolphins will. I would say the Dolphins will win this game by 10. Okay. Bruce? I, Dolphins are definitely going to win. Okay. Whoa! Okay. Whoa! Ty, dude, Ty, uh, Tyreek's so going to tear one that field England. up. You are the only. Okay. You are the only sheep that's still with New England. Oh God, sheep! No, talking. no, hold on. That's not for the entire season. That's just against Miami. What? That's just against Miami. Yes. Think about what you just said. That's just against Miami. Anyways, okay. huh? Go ahead. <clears throat> the Jaguars at Commanders in what could be the biggest fucking shit show of the week. Uh, the Commanders are a two and a half point favorite. I'm taking the Jags all I'm taking the Jags. day long. Two and a half. Oh yeah, that, that you can't. Oh, I'm taking the Jags. Please, I'll take the Jags to cover easily. Um, I, I think the Jags will outright win that game. Okay. Like I think they will. <laughs> Listen, it's not going to be a good football game. Like, let's be real here. It is going to be like, it's going to be like watching. Fucking water boy. I, I, at the I end of the day, listen, like water boy, huh? If, if as long as he's, you got two hungry teams, you're gonna be fine. You know, it'll be a good game. What? It'll be a good game. You got two hungry teams that want to get the start out right this year. It'll be a good game. Hey, hey I got news for you. There's nothing appealing about the Washington Commanders. They like are their, like they. Are I like, like their front seven. You know what watching the Commanders is going to be defense. like? You know what watching the Commanders is going to be like? What? You know, like the softcore porn you can buy in a hotel room where Ooh, you Bruce? just watch some sweaty guy's face. Wait, wait, hold on. Do that. He says an porn, and then you instantly say my name. That's fucking weird. Like dude. they don't show anything besides the sweaty that's dude's face. That's fucking weird. Bruce with a little sweat that's, on his forehead. That's that watching the Commanders. Weird. Is like, Why did you? Trying so hard instantly... to make it look appealing. Hey. And it's just nothing okay. about without it's skipping be. a beat. You instantly thought of my Bruce, name right here. See that? You see that? Pinocha? No, that's that's a V for Pinocha. Yep. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, and I think this will be Travis Etienne's coming out. Holy party. shit! So that's going to be something to watch for. I'll take the Jaguars. I, I think the Jaguars I'll defense is going to be a little better than what people think this year. I think so too. I really do. I, I think they have they have potential to be uh, a big sleeper. This is one you're gonna love. I'm ready. Ravens minus seven in New York against the Jets. I'll take the Raiders uh, or I'll take the Ravens. The Raiders. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'll take the Ravens. Uh, given the seven, given yes. a touchdown. Yes. Ravens are about to sweep the field. The Jets. They're gonna smash their face all over the field. The, Ra the Ravens are going to be a sleeper team this year. I really, truly believe that. I don't disagree with you, but I'm going to take the Jets to cover this game. For some reason, something about this game for me leads me to believe it could be a little bit of a shit show. What, Robert Salah's coming out? Robert Salah's coming out. With Joe Flacco playing the first four games this year, I, I just don't see it. I, I I'm sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you and say I think really? that could be a positive. I the last think, time I seen Joel Flacco play, he was awful. Yeah, but 
I, you know what? I don't know. There's no rationale really behind this, and I'm sorry. All right. But at okay. the end, I just for some reason all of the the pay attention to this, Bruce, because you gotta. You got to put all this on paper for us. All the little back and forth bullshit what? between the Ravens and Lamar Jackson, um, Robert Sala's coming out party, all of the changes that they've made on that defense. Uh, Joe Flacco, at the end of the day, is he the most talented guy? No. But is he better than Trent Dilfer? Yeah. Um, Facts. Why are you I, bringing Trout Dilfer in? I just, I don't know if the Jets will win, but I think this game will probably be one of the closest games of the weekend. Don't wow. ask me why. Oh, I, I'm and really shocked to hear that. I agree with you that I think the Ravens will be will finish in the top five oh, yeah. this season. They will definitely be in the playoffs. But for some reason, this game, I, I think the Jets are a little bit more stout than people think. I think Flacco might just want to. I, I, I feel be, the, Ra- the Ravens are going to win that division this year. Well. Even over the Bengals. Yes. Um. Here we are. You ready for this one? The Cleveland Browns head down to Carolina to take on Baker Mayfield and the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers are a one and a half point favorite. Given a point, I don't Joe, think they're. Kobe Brissett dis- is starting for Cleveland. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if you've watched any of their preseason stuff this year. But my God, they were a mess. <laughs> See, over the off season, we didn't really think that Carolina. We thought they were dysfunctional, but not as dysfunctional as the Browns. But I just kinda, don't like Matt Rule. Kind of been, I think Matt Rule by by week seven will be gone out of out of Carolina. Christian McCaffrey will have a ball game. Christian McCaffrey will have a ball game, and I'll, Baker Mayfield will have a fucking ball game. Well, I do you can too. take that to the bank. He's motivated. Here's the thing Absolutely. about Baker. You get this guy fired up, and he, you know he's already fired up just because it's Cleveland. If Absolutely. Baker Mayfield plays one good motherfucking football game this all year. This will be it. This will be it, baby. <laughs> Watch Carolina. him put 40 up on him. Yeah. Yes, I am taking Carolina. I would take Carolina. No, I would, too. They're only a, a one-and-a-half-point favorite. I would take them to, to – for a, to win by a touchdown in this game, yes. I don't give a shit. I agree. I think Baker Mayfield is going to come out on a fucking tear. He'll win that game on his own, right? And realistically, I think Christian McCaffrey has a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. Oh, I do because too. I think he's all this everything injury talk, everything else about him. I really think this year he's going to try and get back to where he was, and yeah. I think that'll start early and often against Cleveland. Um, he's, he's, he's an elite back when he's healthy. Elite. Yeah. I agree with that. He's the best. Uh, in what I think is the most uninteresting game of the weekend, the Indianapolis Colts go down to Houston to play the Texans. The Colts are a touchdown favorite. Uh, the Colts will win this game. The Colts will win this game by at least seven points, and everybody will move on with their lives. I'd say if you have Matt Ryan, you – should definitely be playing him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm taking the Colts too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you have uh, Jonathan Taylor, if you have Michael Pittman, if you have Matt Ryan in fantasy, well, okay. Either way, play them. Either way, if you have Jonathan Taylor, you play him, without a doubt. But te- and another the, thing, the te- it, the Texans are another team that are, are 
Talent-wise, they're not very good. The Texans are fucking They're like dumb. Detroit. They're the literal They're in the bottom there. five. Um, the New York Giants go into Nashville to play the Tennessee Titans. Titans are a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, really? Yeah. Okay. No, go ahead. Elaborate. No, I'm just just listening. Well, I'm trying to figure out what to say about this one, and I can't. I, 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 yeah, I'm, here's the thing about Derek the Giants. going to run all over the fucking Giants. Yeah, I, I and the Giants' defense will not be that bad this year. The thing that scares me about them is who's going to play receiver for them? I, I just for the Giants, they're kind of all over the place. Wendell Robinson and Kadarius Pimpleton. Tony. Hey, Pimpleton's Pimpleton. on the practice squad. Uh, I'll tell you uh, this. Do you want to know what the biggest up as of right? You know what? You know what Daniel Jones is up until this point in his career? Erectile dysfunction. No way you're talking about Danny Dimes. Dude. Hey, yeah, I, I, I'm going <laughs> to say this about He reminds him. me of a limp penis. Here, here's the problem with, with the Giants in general. Up until this year, they have not invested in their offensive line. They haven't had a good offensive line in probably 10 years. I would agree with that. I would and, say- and, and you got arguably one of the better backs in the league. And, okay, and you got a quarterback on. that was a – I'm sorry? Did you just say arguably – One of the better backs in the league. He's a, one of the Juan better backs. Barkley is the bionic motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, you, you – yes. You look what? at this guy's workouts and you're like – Oh my God! Derrick Henry numbers up every year, right? And then somebody fucking pats him on the back the wrong way, and he's out six to eight weeks. So, (laughs) yeah, I mean, this is it for him. True, yeah, this is it. I I truly believe this is it for uh, Barkley. Yeah, if he doesn't show what he could do this year, he they might send him packing. I'll I'll tell you, he'll be a cap casualty. I'll tell you this much: I don't think it's going to happen in Week One. But if you look at the Giants' roster, all right. Barkley, Kadarius Tony, Robinson, Galladay, Shepard. If you take all of their best years, okay, and you put them together without injury, they're a playoff team. Yes. But the problem is, I don't know if Eli cursed him on his way out. They can't get any of these guys to stay on the field for more than six games and be productive. So if Jesus H. Christ comes down to MetLife and somehow blesses all the ACLs of the Giants. He's got to put the sign of the cross on Daniel Jones's head. And somehow, because if he doesn't, they ain't going to win yeah, anything. And somehow yeah. Daniel Jones plays even half as good as where he was drafted. They could win eight games. But it ain't going to fucking happen because by week six, Saquon Barkley will have a fucking a fucking fractured fucking pelvis. And, and that was like four fuckings with Kenny Galladay will be, will be three countries over because we don't know where he is ever. And it's just the Giants are just fucked. It's, Daniel it's, Jones is kind of a watered his that's what I extremely said. watered down Josh Allen. Daniel Jones is erectile dysfunction. You look at it and it's got potential, and you're like, "Oh, that might be fun." And then, as soon as you needed to do something, it just sits there like this. <laughs> Am I wrong? Am I wrong? No. Exactly. 
So fuck it. Anyway, this is going somewhere that's, that needs to stop. Anyway. Why? What's wrong? Uh, why? Maybe we have some children watching this. There's no children watching anyway. this. Anyway. Fuck's sake. Um, <clears throat> Green Bay Packers are going into Minnesota to play the Vikings. Packers are a one and a half point favorite. And this is another game I have no idea what to make out of it. I would not bet it if my life depended on it. I wouldn't go anywhere near it. We have no one idea. One and a half points. It's a toss up. We have no idea what the Packers offense is going to look like. Here's one thing that I do know for sure. The defenses on both of these teams have improved. Big Are going to smash mouth. Yeah. And and I like that. Zadarius Smith, the former Packer, is now in Minnesota. Correct. And he, and said, he has an ax to grind with, with Green Bay. His exact quote was, I signed with Minnesota so I can play the Packers twice a year. Yeah. Too bad he should, didn't do that with Detroit. But he didn't play here. He said he signed with Minnesota yeah. to play the Packers twice right. a year. Well, he Too bad here. he didn't sign with yeah. Detroit is what I meant by that. And but, then the Packers improved that defense immensely. Uh, Their defense is going to be in the uh, – I'm going to say this right now. They have a top 10 defense. Okay, thank God you said top 10. I thought you were going to say top five. I was going to be no. called. They have a top 10 defense. Uh, the over-under in this game is 47. If I was going to bet something from this game, I'd bet the under. I, I don't think – you have to – 47 is – they each have to put up 24 points, and I don't think that's going to happen. No. I don't either. I don't think that's going to happen. You're going to have smash mouth. You know, right. Cousins might throw one to uh, to Jefferson. You might have a Delvin Cook TD. I, I don't know who's going to score touchdowns on the Packers yet. Again, we don't know what the Packers offense right. is going to be. So if you're betting on the Packers Aaron being Jones. favorite, <laughs> you're betting strictly on the fact that Aaron Rodgers is there. So I would lay off this one. If I had to pick somebody, I think Minnesota might win this game. I, I think, think Minnesota will. might win this game. I think they will. Just because. They're a little more balanced offensively, I believe, than yeah, the Packers. You know what you're getting with Minnesota. Correct. Remember the Kirk Cousins white bread philosophy? You know you're getting a piece of buttered toast, right? Right. With, with the Packers, you could either get a heaping pile of fucking gruel or you could get a five-course fucking full continental breakfast. We don't know yet. So I'm going to well bet said. on buttered toast. We got to we got to see how many uh, how many mushrooms that Aaron Rodgers is going to eat before yeah, the game. Yeah, we got to see how much fucking peyote he smokes before kickoff. <laughs> peyote. Yeah. Um, Chiefs going into Arizona to play the Cardinals. The Chiefs are a six-point favorite. I'll take the Chiefs and and giving up to six. Agreed. The Cardinals are a mess defensively. They've lost some key, key opponent, DeAndre Hopkins opponents. out. Hopkins out for the first six games. I will say this. I think James Conner's going to have a big game for the Cardinals. Oh, I, I do too. I think he's going to have a And look out for the ghost big of, game. of uh, A.J. Green. Can you stop with that shit? Yeah. Every, every Watch year. Watch out for the ghost. of. He had a good year last year. I cannot believe you're over here bashing A.J. Green. At one time, I'm not was, bashing he was one him. of the best receivers in the league. Six years ago. <laughs> yeah, guess what? So it's Chad Ochocinco. Yeah. But remember, it was him and Calvin Johnson. Yes, I know that. It's, I I don't think A.J. Green's bad. I don't think he's going to have a bad year, but he's just not that relevant. Okay. You know, You know, I actually got a text the other or yesterday from your brother. My brother? No, his brother. Oh. Uh, from shout out to Joe. And he was asking me if he should take A.J. Green or Corey Davis. What for? Oh, he's in his. And you know where I stand on Corey Davis. 
There is no but no human being on earth I resent more than Corey Davis. <laughs> because for three fucking years when he was in Tennessee, oh, Corey Davis, this is going to be the year. Oh, Corey Davis is going to be the breakout. And he fucking sucked every year. And every year I was like, oh, I love Corey Davis. This is going to be. And I drafted <laughs> yeah. him every year. And then even the first year in New York, I was stupid enough to do it again. Corey Davis, you bastard, you. I hope nobody drafts you because guess what? Every game this year, you'll have two or three receptions for fucking <laughs> seven yards, oh, and you won't shit. score a touchdown all year. A.J. Green, on the other hand, will have that one or two games where he goes 10 for 101. Ugh. And then every other game, he'll go four for 30. And okay. it's a better option. But A.J. Green is what we know he is, a ghost. Uh yeah, Chiefs minus six, self-explanatory. We don't really need to. They're not losing the first game of the season. Tell you this that. one makes me really, really happy. Raiders at Chargers. Chargers are a three and a half point favorite. The over/under on this game is fifty-two. I took the over on last night's game at fifty-two. I think this game is going to be an absolute fucking air raid light show. Fucking dropping bombs. All right, I'm, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Raiders in the points. Really? Yes, I'm gonna take the Raiders in the points. I'm not. I'm taking Chargers minus three and a half, and I think that that number could. So probably... I'm taking the Raiders plus the three and a half points. I, I think cover Chargers. I think Chargers win this game by at least a touchdown, at a minimum a touchdown. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. The Raiders will look good. The Raiders will look good. The Raiders could probably put up 24 points and still lose. I, I really fucking think this is going this game is going this is to tough. be this is going to be the coming out party. This is tough. I think Eckler is going to have I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you, and I'm not just saying this I drafted him in fantasy. I drafted him in fantasy because of this. I think Eckler's coming out week one, and I think he's going for 150 yards and two touchdowns. <sighs> I, I think he's going to have a monster game. I think Josh take. Allen is going to – here's the thing. Or not Josh Allen, Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert, excuse me. Herbert. Um, they're all healthy. Keenan Allen's healthy and Mike, Mike Williams is healthy. So if they're going to fucking go like they did, they got to do it now. Yeah. You have 100% health. You haven't heard any big injuries out of there. I think – I think – Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack are going to cause a little bit of havoc for Derek Carr. I think DeAndre, I think Devonte Adams is going to have a big game, but ultimately, I think the Chargers are going to put up forty-two fucking points in this game, easily. And I think everybody's going to that be put game's on actually, notice. I'm, I'm that game's actually younger. exciting. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take. They're not going to score fifty-two. I think both defenses are good enough to where that's not going to happen. It does, guess what? I, I'm just telling you what I think. Listen here. Right. Listen here, Graybeard. I got news okay. for you. It doesn't matter how fucking good their defenses are. You're in an offensive league, and the Chargers have the best offense in football. They are going to light okay. it the fuck up. Th this one I actually might tune in for after the game. No, this, <laughs> this is this is what this do you game mean? of the week. I might actually tune in for. Well, I'll be getting out of the game, oh, out yeah. of the Lions. Game. I forgot you're going. So, but I mean, I am excited to see Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, and I'm excited to see Justin Herbert. Herbert, I, I'm and, actually, you know, I'm actually going in a different direction. I'm really curious to see what the Raiders' defense could do against that offense. Hey, listen to me. 
I need you to get up off your knees and take Chandler Jones out of your mouth I, for a I second. I still take Chandler. Okay, Chandler, Chandler Jones. I get it. I, I get it, what is, you're saying. If if he can beat Vaughn Miller out for Defensive Player of the Year, he's not going to. Okay. <laughs> Unless he went and got some fucking PEDs from his brother, he's not better than Vaughn Miller. Was. Are, are you trying to say his brother's on PEDs? Yes, some cocaine John PEDs Jones? from John Jones. Okay, he's not better. Max Crosby John is good. Bones Jones? Guess what? Do you want to know where you're where you're missing your big defensive philosophy here? Okay. The Raiders secondary is not that great. They're not that bad either. Yeah, but they're not that great. The, if the front, the is Chargers str- offense, if the is- front is strong, your back end, uh, the Bills proved that yesterday. Their front seven was outstanding yesterday. They they had a fucking rookie out there playing corner. Their best D- DB wasn't even playing. Mm-hmm. Right. So. You think Justin Herbert and Matt Stafford are going to have the same type of game? Possibly if he's getting pressured like that. Wow, you're a yeah. sellout. You know that? That was a You'll sellout see. move. You'll see. I, all Herbert I said was I'm taking the Raiders. And then thinks that, oh, Justin no, Herbert. No, he, he didn't choose him. Huh? Yeah. You chose Justin Herbert for MVP? No, I didn't. Yeah, no. I didn't choose I him. I chose him. Oh, he did. He did. I chose him. I, I, because did. I said, I said that. Pat Mahomes because he's cute. Whatever. The he's wrong. Curly little Charger, hair. Chargers are gonna win. I, you know what? I'll take the Chargers by at least ten. You know, you shave the sides of your head, you might look like Pat Mahomes. Anyways, anyway. um, fade it down and do it nice. In my favorite game of Pale. the week, in the game that is just going to transcend me to heaven, the Buccaneers go to Dallas to beat Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys. Buccaneers are a two and a half point favorite. Uh, fuck Mike McCarthy. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Dallas Cowboys in the two points. I'm gonna take the Dallas. I'm gonna what? You said the Cowboys are getting two? The Buccaneers are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Oh, they're getting two. Fuck. I'm going to take the Cowboys in this. Okay. I'm going to take the Cowboys giving up two points. <laughs> so you think the Remember Cow- that, Bruce. I took the Cowboys in the two points. You think the Cowboys are going to beat Tom Brady and the Buccaneers? Oh, I do. It'll be first for, game of the year. For someone who wants McCarthy gone so bad. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. <laughs> Here, here's my and how dysfunctional. My reasoning is why I want Tampa to lose this first game. It'll motivate them. It's not going to be this game. Why not? Because Brady, opening doesn't, game? Brady doesn't lose the opening game at Dallas. Okay. And guess what? Do you want to know what the ultimate, do you want to know what the deciding factor will be? Mike McCarthy will fuck up something right at the end. Are you going to try to tell me that Mike McCarthy's going to make a bad call in this game and they're going to lose because of it? <laughs> wow. I, I, that's I, never happened. I, that Lord. never happens. What are you talking about? Yeah. I mean, we Shut sat At what point does Kellen Moore take this team, team over? Well, we sat here, I think it was two shows ago, and talked about how the Cowboys could start out two and four and Mike McCarthy's going to be gone. So I hope so. I, I think that that starts on Sunday. Okay. Uh, the first couple, the first three games are pretty decent. And to end off the week, Monday Night Football in Seattle, could it be Pete Carroll's last game when Russell Wilson comes in and absolutely teabags him? How, how many points are the Seahawks getting? Huh? How many points are the Seahawks getting? The Broncos are only a six and a half point favorite, and I don't understand how. Fuck yeah, me. That's... Fuck. You know what? You know what? That's I'm going to go out on a limb here. Oh, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Stop. What? You're not going to bet with Pete I'm Carroll. Going out on a limb right Oh, now. God. No. <laughs> You'll jinx what, it. What limb are you going on there, here? Hello? There's no way I would take fucking Pete Carroll, okay? 
I don't give a fuck if they're getting 14 points. I wouldn't take their team. Russell Wilson. I, I, don't, I don't think they're a bad team. But they're I pretty just bad. don't like Pete you don't Carroll. Think who is a bad team? I don't think. I think uh, Seattle. So basically, has some from seats from from the Super Bowl to now, wait. you've bitched about how dysfunctional and how much it you hate them and how much they're just Hold dog the shit. Fu- Hold the fuck on. Hold the fuck on. Did you just look at me and say Seattle's not a bad team? Uh, oh. yeah, I did. I did say that. How many games do you think the Seattle Seahawks are going to win this year? Uh, maybe four. Maybe four. Okay. And they're going to beat the Broncos? <laughs> no, he didn't no. say they were. So, hold on. Can I ask you a question? Were the Houston Texans a bad team last year? Yes. Okay. But they won four games. Right. And you just said you didn't think the Seattle Seahawks were that bad. Actually, no. The Houston Texans only won two games. Oh, excuse me. Jacksonville. <laughs> they won one game. <laughs> no, Houston won four games last year. That's why they picked behind us. Yeah. Okay. They picked. Who picked third. in front of us? Jacksonville. You're Jacksonville? right. Jacksonville okay. won one. We You're won right. three. You're Houston right. won wrong. four. Okay. So was Houston a bad team last year? <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. You just said the Seahawks were only going to win four games this year. Correct. So with that philosophy said, that means Jacksonville is a bad team, or I mean that means Seattle is a bad team. So, yes, the Seattle Seahawks will probably be the worst team in football. They will lose week one. Russell Wilson will put up fucking an astronomical amount of everything. Uh, The Broncos will have a coming out party. All of their receivers will look good. Javante Williams will look good. Melvin Gordon will look good. The fucking Broncos cheerleaders will look good. The entire city of Denver will be sexy. Fans will look good. And (laughs) Seattle will be the rainy, miserable shithole that it is. Anyways, there is our week one preview. Here we go. Let's see how fucking wrong we are on Monday. But here we are. In some other news. (laughs) Excuse me. Are you good? Are you busy over here? He's got the bifocals on. Yeah, the bifocals. The Milwaukee bifocals came down. (laughs) Uh, Unfortunately, the working man's glasses. Unfortunately, the world had a... Terrible loss over the weekend at the age of 96. Queen Elizabeth II. God bless the queen. The queen of England. By meaning the world, he means everyone except for the United States of America. The queen of England, um, what some people have called the mother of the world, passed away peacefully. The mother of incest. Surrounded by her family at the Balmoral Estate. And within the next few minutes, the newly appointed or whatever they do ascended king charles the third is going to address the world um to discuss his mother's passing and his ascension to the throne um i'll say this much about her Mm -hmm. i like her better than her son yeah well her her son is borderline scumbag well there, there you go you just got to it what you just got to where i wanted to go you okay. led me. You led me right in. Uh, I think now King Charles the Third, Prince Charles, whatever you want to call him. No, he's king. He's king now. He's King right. Charles the Third, but the former Prince Charles. Yeah, I think he's a scumbag. He is a scumbag. I think. I think today, the entire families. I I don't I don't want to go there. Why I'm not going to go there. Why he's a scumbag, 
because I got a whole fucking list of them. The conspiracy theories. Well, uh, that's what everybody says. Conspiracy. Either theory. way, I, I still think... think he had his old lady killed personally. But exactly, I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's everybody my else. But take on that, I think that King Charles deserves a spot on the Scumbag Hall of Fame. Yes, but not the football. Scum- he deserves a spot on our worldwide. Mount Rushmore of scumbaggery. So I think I, I say we hang him from the fucking clock. Oh, there, Big Ben, put his picture on Big Ben. Oh, when you said London. hang him from Big Ben, I thought you were talking about him. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, picture of him. You put it up on. That'll be our Mount Rushmore. You need a mountain there. They don't have a mountain, so we'll hang him on Big Ben. Is he on, or or do we just do a British scumbag Hall of Fame? Uh, you then you might as well just throw the entire anyway, country. I, I'm not going to go there. Why are you so? Why do you? Why are you so anti-British? Yeah. Why are you? They. And, and why are you calling? I'm, wait a minute. I'm anti-British. Why are you accusing her of genocide? No, she, incest, 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 and incest genocide. Because it's true. Yes. Guess and what? What's true? Guess what? Who is she banging that she's related? She to? married her cousin. Huh? She married her cousin. What? I got news for you. You think that's just British? Back in the old country, I, underst- your great, I understand great, great, that. Great, great yeah. I understand that. Probably and I'm not the sister of your great 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 grand. And I'm not if not her, her dad. I'm not getting into boot, it. In the boot in Italy, the most premier country in the world in your eyes. No, they no, all no. Fuck their cousins too. No. Them. I hate them. We're a couple different. Uh, I'll give you two. I'm Irish. And I have a very significant war and why this country is here today and why I hate the British. Okay, number one, you're... I don't care. You're a quarter I don't care. Irish. I don't like you're, their you're, laws. You're first, I don't you're like first, their monarchy. What laws do you not like? I don't like their... What laws about the UK do you not like? Uh, they don't, they, they're not allowed to carry guns. Okay, that's not just them. That's like... Half of Europe. That's most of Europe. Half of Europe. Most of Asia. They started it. Them and France. I hate France, That's how it starts. You take their guns away. I don't hate the people. I hate the the systems. Well, guess what? Anyways. I I mean... The monarchy, to me, represents... To be honest, I don't don't care about... The rest of the world can just go away. They don't don't do anything anyway. I'm here... I, I love this country. I don't care about the rest of the world. I care about this country. So there's that. <laughs> He's a fucking douche. All right. Listen to me. Realistically, right. they don't, don't do care about Canada, Mexico, and the United States of America. That's about it. They don't do, they don't do anything. Wow. They they don't really have any real power. It's just a formality. It's something cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just, Listen to me. Do you want to know what you England brought You know what? They're just, as, they're just as corrupt as the rest Listen of the to me. world. Listen to me, dude. You know what England brought us? We are where we are and who we are because of England. Elaborate. So I don't think that's a fucking bad thing. Elaborate. They brought Christianity here to the United States, correct? Uh, Yes. Christianity, yes. Correct. Correct. They brought that to most of the world. They brought civilization to places where they were just fucking savages. Mm -hmm. That's what the English Empire did. The Britain Empire did. For everybody. So guess what? We wouldn't be who we are and have what we have if it wasn't for them. So guess what? They are the founders of what we are, modern society. Yeah, we just improved on it. We're not getting... Absolutely. I'm not getting into politics here, but I'm not going into politics. I will say... Hold on. I will say... She died... I'm I'm not happy 
that a woman has passed away. Obviously, it's not a good thing. You need to stop talking right now because you're fucking up. I will tell you one thing. She died on the day that American football comes back, and it's kind of exciting. Wow. I, I don't even know what to say about I don't that. I, I, I'm just fucking numb. Take it. I, I, what you I, I will. Take it and so, run. You can think I'm an after, asshole. You can think I can, I do think you're an asshole. You can think I'm an asshole. You can think I should probably put my fist in my mouth. R.I.P. to the Queen of England. R.I.P. Great woman. Uh, Gary, no football. Yeah, you just might as well just come say hi. fucking camera. You want to come say hello? Yeah. Come here. Come say hello real quick. Come on. Hello. Look oh, at the wow. camera and say hello, you fucking dingus. Hello. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Very no football with the rare appearance. Uh, that is all we got for you today. Listen. You got the bag of donut haircut. I hear you. All right, go ahead. Sorry. You know, I'm watching. That Peaky isn't even Blinders close right to Peaky yeah. Blinders. Uh, thank you guys so no, much for listening. Listen. The shut the fuck up. <sighs> if you haven't followed us on our socials yet, please do so. Instagram and Twitter and at TipBalls. I'm going to fucking throw this beer glass across this fucking... Do it. Floor. I'll catch you. I'm Spider-Man. <sighs> uh, we live tweet every game now. So if you haven't followed us on Twitter or Instagram, do so at TipBalls. TikTok at TipBalls Podcast. Bruce does some half-hearted content on there. Listen, he's sitting here fondling his cock right I'm now. I'm scratching anyway, my thigh. His, his <laughs> I'm scratching my thigh. I knew he was. He's scratching his thigh. His dick's not I was big. doing this. If you are watching us on YouTube, make sure you're subscribed. And if you need to listen to us, we're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you're listening to us, go find us on YouTube and subscribe there. We will be back Monday with a recap of all of this weekend's action, as well as a little bit of Uncle Sam's nostalgia. A- absolutely. And and I'd just like to say this, and uh, my my friend Bruce is running the Virgin Hotline now, so if you want to give him a, give him a shout, you can Young do it on friend. our website. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. You'll hear from us next week. Am I perfect? No, not even close. Am I perfect?